to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. My name is Heather, and I'm your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy. <laughs> and Will. Hey, Jeremy. How are you? I'm doing well. Man, you've been waiting so long to crack that. Like 45 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why you weren't drinking your pop. Yeah. it's Well, it's it's not soda. It is, oh, you mentioned, it is the He's Black Berry it. Clear America Flavored springing, sparkling water. <laughs> it's clear American, water. not clear, clear America, America, but whatever. Clear American, yeah. Somebody's <clears> going to need to clear America if we keep on, I'm the, sorry, on I'm the track <laughs> we're on. <laughs> sorry, I'm a, I'm, I haven't had my coffee this morning. So, or whatever this posts this yeah. evening. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Well, this is the first, this is like the first time ever that we recorded in the morning, I think. It's true. We usually record in the afternoon. That is a lot. We used to record we, every Monday at 10 o'clock. In the morning? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, That's right. for oh, like eight I forgot months. about that. Good yeah. golly. Yeah. That must on, have been man. a long time ago. You are really bad we've at been, your We've been recording in the afternoons for a while. We have since summer, I think, when we started uh, back. Longer than that, I think. Oh, God. Okay. I don't know. So how are you guys doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to say great. I'm, I'm making it. I'm sweating right now, so I'm not that great. I'm a little uncomfortable. Y'all have got it like 80 degrees in here. It is not that hot in here. No, I I think it feels very nice. Matter of fact, Jeremy and I I have coats on. We're like bundled up cuddling over here on the couch (laughs) to keep warm. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, it's 59 degrees in here? Yeah, it's cold in here. Holy smokes. Yeah, it's like it's wintertime and we don't have the heat on. It's literally not on. (laughs) Like, giving's been down at the church. We don't even turn the heat on anymore. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Except on Sundays, we okay. do. Well, um, we get up at least to 63. Yeah. Jeez. But, yeah, for recording the podcast, we're not spending money for that. That's rude. I'm sorry. Well, you get hot easily. We'll try to make it. I mean, you want us to cool it no, down. I just, please. Yeah. yeah. You, like, said I'm 45 It's not rude. It's considerate of you. Yeah. Like, I want you want us to turn the you. air on? <laughs> Okay, so um, we're going to, our episode today is going to be about Mark chapter 7. That's what you both covered um, this past Sunday in your sermons. Um, So I had a few questions first. Um, Jeremy, was the vest you were wearing have, did it have fur on it? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's no, it definitely, you don't have it, it on definitely now. did. Quit touching your collar. No, it I'm definitely telling, did. It's, it's up on the collar. It's like a. It's no, it's like, fur. It's like a the, like a wool something. You know what now? It's like wool. It looked like fur. It's it looked fur. like you had um, fur on, and it's I like almost m- ran off the <laughs> road because like I was like, it's like me. He has a fur yeah. sweater vest yeah. on. Like yeah. I it was, is. It is fur. It was fancy. Very fashionable. I, yeah. What's that called? Was, Sherpa? Is that right? Oh, yeah. Sherpa. It's, it's like Sherpa. It Sherpa. I don't know what Sherpa is. but it's, I don't either. It's but like, it's, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's like, a kind of fur. <laughs> no, this is like, it's like a, you know, it's like a, it's just like a wool neck. It's, um, like a, wool neck. it's a wool neck roll. <laughs> God, that sounds awful. <laughs> um, that was interesting. And um, just for anybody who may it's have like been a in sheep. attendance yeah. for Pastor it's like, Jeremy's sermon. It's like you're wearing sheep's clothing while you're preaching. <laughs> A little strange. Um, whoever may have been in attendance at the Valley Campus or may have watched Jeremy's um, sermon that's been uploaded to the um, app, um, there is no such thing as a sweater vest fund, <laughs> nor will there ever be. Um, he talked about that? Well, at length, yeah. yes, he did. We said you should not bring that I up, know, Jeremy. I shouldn't. I, he, he's that's soliciting our members. 
It's not funny. To help him get a fancier vest. One, one that has Sherpa, not... And not, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> you need something fancier? You've already got one with fur on it. Um, It was pretty disgusting. Well, you I want to bedazzled one? offended yes. by... Rhinestones down uh, those pockets? Like a I'm rhinestone best. Sherpa. I'm <laughs> yeah. um, sorry. Um, my life. I sing my life in country songs. Um, So, Jeremy, uh, I wanted to ask you. So, we cover... Uh, you Is this all- nothing, uh, something else about... My fashion sense? No. I can't help it. No, I was going to ask you something. Um, So I want to talk to you about washing hands today. We're going to talk about Monopoly. Um, We should have played Monopoly today. Oh, God. I would destroy you all. Nope. Um, We have a really fun Mario Monopoly that Benjamin has won every time without Mm. us helping him or anything. And it's the funnest. It it goes like you play it within 30 minutes. It's so fun. Yeah. It, no Monopoly like I ever played. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about washing hands, Monopoly, and I want to talk about the um, three points that you brought out in Sunday Sermon, uh, legalism, hypocrisy, and Gnosticism. So, uh, Jeremy, what was it um, that you were talking about? Uh, Will, I would like for Jeremy to answer this, please. I have a reason. Oh. Um, what is it That's that I'll the just, Pharisees... <laughs> what is it that the Pharisees were supposed to do whenever they came back from the market? They would, they would wash. Why? Did you hear how he said not, wash? Not wash. Say it again. Not wash. Say wash again. Wash. I, when I was listening to his sermon <coughs> in the car earlier, saying? I thought Billy Graham was in the car with me. He's like, wash. the most wash. Wash. He said wash. <laughs> he said wash. The first wash. time I heard him wash. say it, he's like, the most wash. wash. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, is that the spirit of Billy Graham in the car with me? Did so do I, do I sound, how do you say it? Wash. 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 Oh, I see it. Okay, I hear it. Wash. Wash. Yeah, you do kind of hold it up. It was. Bit, um, yeah. It was but great. It's I my was. Southern. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it, uh, you can tell the difference. Yeah. yeah. Well, my favorite one of Jeremy is what's what's the color typical color of a basketball? Orange. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pirate. Orange. <laughs> oh, that makes me hurt. O r n g e. Orange. Orange. Orange, orange, glad I didn't <laughs> say banana. He doesn't. He doesn't say the O. It's just like R. A, orange. Well, but 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 when you and when you do phonics, so, uh, like the ah uh, is actually an O sound. O A R like on a boat. Or is or. But orange. Right. Okay. But words can letters can have different sounds. G makes g and j. C makes cut and suck. I do this with my son. G can also be silent, so. Like in Gnosticism. That's right. So, so. Today's podcast, by the way, is brought to you by (laughs) the silent silent G. (laughs) Silent G. Hooked on phonics. Uh, um, so it was a really interesting to hear in both of your sermons, you all talked about your lack of washing hands. And that really disturbs me as somebody who yeah. um, teaches that, that constantly. Yeah, you did. You talked about how you... What did I say? You talked about how you washed... Watched... Watched... Sorry, not washed. You washed. Watched, <laughs> <laughs> you watched several videos at the beginning of the pandemic. This is super close to my face. Um, yeah, it's the microphone. It's I know. It was like all up on... It was like it was moving in on me. Um but you talked about how you wa- watched videos at the beginning of the pandemic about you know how you wash your hands. And yeah, your you got to twist your thumb yeah. and your palm. So it really disturbed me that yeah. neither of you. Jeremy said the same thing. So I don't know if you all were just like copyrighting each other for your sermons. So or, my, no, I think the point was the point I was trying to make is not that I don't wash my hands, but it was like we were all like overwashing to where we were like 
our knuckles were getting dry and stuff because we were all freaked no, out. See, I mean the opposite. My wife showed me how to properly wash hands. Yeah. Um, like she, well, you she, know this guy's not – he wasn't no. properly washing his hands. No, no I, I still don't. I'll, I'll freely he's admit that. He's the guy that, that like, when after, like, he's in the bathroom, like, he sees someone else in there, he, like, puts some water on his hands just to – and then and – then Yeah, I just want to – like, when I walk out, I just want people to see my hands a little <laughs> bit wet. So it's like, oh, he's clean. It's definitely not pee. It's it's <laughs> definitely water. So, no, like – Wait, 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 uh, my, well, Julie, you know, she, she knows how to properly wash hands. And, yeah. and I remember, uh, I was amazed by how I've always washed my hands and how that's just not, and how much of your hands you miss. Yeah. I actually teach a curriculum on this. I think it's like, I, think I it's use crazy. the black light and the germ, it's called germ glow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So the, the thing is something that everyone does, but most people do wrong. And it's it's something so basic and so high. I mean, imagine something that that is basic and dude, hygiene that really, everyone does. Wrong. Dude, so you're getting so passionate. Right? No, right. I'm, I'm saying, listen, calm down. But think about it. One it's, time, one time, I came out of the bathroom and he smelled my hands to see if I <laughs> to see if I really not, washed them. That's so disgusting. Oh, stop! He's it. cast fear over my entire life. Now every time I go to the bathroom, I'm like, I have you to get wash thoroughly because you know, you're like, he's yeah, going to smell me again. Somebody might ask to smell my hands. Oh. Is that what? Is that? Is that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you did that okay, one time. Well, yeah. um, so let's talk about Monopoly. Um, I do not believe you all. It doesn't matter what you say or if I read the rule book. I will not ever believe that free parking <laughs> does not exist. Isn't that crazy? I no. refuse to believe it. You're yeah. liars. That's a great illustration of how tradition changes our thoughts. Well, I will never have my mind changed You have this. been bewitched by tradition. I've been brainwashed. Haven't because I? free parking does not pay anything. Well, I don't care. I'm As implied by the name free parking. And I'm going to land on it every time. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I agree with you. Because I, I cheat at Monopoly. So I think I the game is the more fun money. with the with the big pot in the middle that you it can is. win yeah, when you hit free parking. It's the lottery. They should Yeah, if that was the <clears> intention, they would have called it the lottery. They should have. You Ooh. won the lottery. They can't rather do that because free parking. They can't do that because lottery is such a taboo thing that, you know, most, you know, Kids aren't supposed to play it. People who go that's to church not aren't supposed to. They have to. beauty contests. That's taboo. Well, I'm you win not, a beauty contest, you get ten dollars. Who pays ten dollars <laughs> for winning a beauty contest? <laughs> I'm not debating also. you about that. <laughs> like, oh, that is in the cards, isn't it? You win it. Yeah. Uh, and they also have the get out of jail free cards. That's taboo. That's criminal. just because no, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's well, unless you're pardoned. Yeah, it does kind of happen. Yeah, that's true. It depends on who you are. Depends on who you are. <laughs> Um, okay, so, uh, listen, I didn't and what's write. up with the Monopoly pieces? I didn't talk about this in my sermon, but I wanted to. What is your favorite Monopoly uh, I, I was always the battleship. Okay, Jeremy? The car. I was always the thimble. I felt like I couldn't relate Why? to any of the Why is there ones. even a thimble? I don't know. Why so is there a battleship? Like, Maybe I imagined it was like a drink cup. I could understand a car. You're driving <laughs> it's a around. Yeah. There's a There's a boot. How do you even use a thimble? I don't even know. I don't know how to sew. So. I think you put it on your thumb. So you don't poke so you yourself don't, while you're sewing. Yeah, like which is weird to me. You could just not poke yourself. You could just That'd not be sew. That'd a better option. <laughs> but I need this Y'all metal guard. Y'all obviously never sewed why, before. Why not no, just I'm a not. metal glove? <laughs> a what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the only part that's protected. There seems like a lot of other areas you could poke yourself. Yeah. Uh, oh, we should invent these things. Okay. Anyway, well, my point is those are strange game pieces. They are. They, the dog they makes are. sense. You could walk down the street with it as a dog. Yeah. Is that the one okay. you most related to? <laughs> no, no. I I like the car. I don't, I always I liked always it. liked pulling up to Broadway in my battleship. Yeah, I think I think the reason I agree with you. The reason I like the car is because 
I could visualize myself driving down these streets. Yeah, when you land on free parking oh. in your car, it makes sense. Like you're driving yeah. around the communities. Yeah. Gotcha. That kind of makes sense. But yeah. okay, so um, you all did both of you. I, we were talking earlier. I like to listen to both of you preach whenever, um, not always, because sometimes you're both a bit much, um, you know, all in one week. But um, I really like, because you have different preaching styles, I like to be able to hear you all both preach the same sermon to see what one brings out that the other one, mm. you know, did differently, you know, uh, preached differently. Um, so I loved, um, you know, I loved how you all brought out um, the different points about uh, legalism, hypocrisy, um, Gnosticism. Um, so I, some of the things that I really liked, um, uh, Jeremy, I think you you were the one who said it. Said, um, this is the note I took on the way up here today. Um, <laughs> your preference isn't a prerequisite to salvation. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about that whenever we were talking, when, when we were talking, <laughs> I was talking with you, when you were talking about legalism. Um, so let's talk about legalism. I know we've, um, we've had several... We've hit several on several different episodes, different things on legalism and how it's still very um, present in our churches today. Um, and I love what you said, Jeremy. You said that, you know, if we think this is a problem in other churches, we're wrong because it's a problem in our hearts. It's in everybody's hearts. Um, so let's talk about legalism. Do you think that it's better now than it was? No, I think it's just changed. It's just changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I, mean, I think we all have. Uh, we all have measures for. So I remember, I remember thinking when I was at a Christian school, this person is a. This is I mean, silly, silly thinking, but I would, I'd say, oh, this this kid's a good Christian. They get good grades. Now, like, why, why would my brain go there? Why would I think that? And um, but so it's like weird things like that that I think sometimes aren't exposed immediately, but through time they are. Um, but I think we do that with church attendance. I, I know sometimes I do. Like, oh, they're here, so everything is okay. They're fine. Yeah. But that's not true. That That's, like, su- that's super self-serving. Um, and so I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of areas where we can be um, pharisaical. Fair, fair, you get the point. Um, pharisaical. But we've already established that you would pronounce things differently. And so, yeah, I think it's just morphed and changed. So, but every generation okay. of the church creates their own new yeah. traditions anyways so <clears throat> like like i've i've seen i i kind of can't stand when churches are like we have a traditional service and a contemporary service yeah and it's like and then the contemporary becomes the new tradition and it's just like a, a cycle and right. um i just want to have like a biblical service you know yeah. <laughs> like like because we've yeah. been given the standard right and so um yeah, so it's so you're not basing your service on, you know, which usually traditional contemporary is a musical style. Um, so, so like, I don't think it's right to base a liturgy on a musical style. Yeah. Um, you base it on uh, the worship of God that's prescribed in the scriptures. I love how you both, too, uh, pointed out how legalism um, will often go hand-in-hand with hypocrisy because, um, Will, you were the one who said this. Um, You said that, you know, we've all heard somebody or probably a lot of somebody say, I can't come to church, church fall in on me. Um, And that's because, you know, it's a material. You said this. Listen to me. I'm doing so good. You said this, Jeremy. You talked about um, it's it's a materialistic thing that we get focused on um, whenever we think about legalism. Mm -hmm. Um, And... So if you talk to somebody who says, I can't, I can't come to church, the church falling on me because of so, you know, because of something, it's a, it's a, it's like a tradition or a rule, something that's been put in place for years um, that 
is not in the Bible in the least. And then that that causes the church even to um, become hypocritical mm-hmm. uh, because because of those traditions. So I loved how you both were able to, in your different ways, um, point that out that, you know, they kind of go hand in hand and it leads into that. Um, yeah. It's like pe- people who, um, I-, I would say who are like the religious lost, um, is a, is a term we use to describe people, um, in Appalachia in particular, but I think there's lots of pockets around America that, that have high populations of the religious lost, mm-hmm. um, in different, different ways but so in west virginia you have a a large group of people that identify with christianity but but i would argue are not christians um there's there's no uh commitment to the church there's very little repentance if any and and so like people like that will typically not come to church for one of those two reasons either legalism or hypocrisy legalism Mm -hmm. is saying I'm not good enough to come to church. Hypocrisy is saying those people aren't good enough for me to join them. Yeah. And and both of them fail to look at Jesus, which is he is good enough. And so, like, both of them fall short. You know, I think there's I – mean, I, yeah, I think that's – you're right. I think that's the majority of people. There are – I've met some people who, who aren't in church because that church is not good enough to receive me, mm-hmm. which is – that's a little more rare. Yeah. It takes, it takes a little more boldness. <laughs> right. But, but I, I mean, literally, just to had a conversation with someone not long ago that, that falls in that category. And that's, yeah. that's yeah. So how, like, what, I mean, I know you can't, unless you, like, truly did a study on it. Like, how do you think, I mean, negatively, how how is legalism and hypocrisy, like, how has that affected the church, like, reaching people? Well, it's confused the gospel. Yeah. Um, that's good. You know, when you tell people, you ask most people. Are you a Christian? They'll say, yeah, okay. Um, say, yeah, I've been baptized, right? That's number one. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've gone to church. Yeah, I said the sinner's prayer. Oftentimes, they'll point to their own works and stuff that they've done. Um, and and they're satisfied with the, with the work that they've done. Not only did it save them, but it has secured them with the Lord. And it's like, uh, and it, it's completely reliant on, on some, following some tradition. Good. You have anything to say that? No, I, I think that's that sums you it up. You weren't even paying attention, were you? No, I, I wasn't. You were looking at that they never, they never, they never, I mean, how many times? <laughs> it never pays attention. Anything I say. <laughs> okay, so um, I have a question off. It's not really necessarily on this topic, but you both mentioned it in your sermons, and I thought it was really interesting. How often do you both meet with Mormons? Uh, lately? A lot. <laughs> I mean, apparently, so I, I because used, you both talked about it Sunday. I have their number. That's a phone. good illustration of yeah, legalism. Yeah, their, their number. Like it just says Mormons. There's one number. Well, yeah, and this is why. No, because in, in the yeah, valley, little known fact about the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, they all share one cell phone. It relates to. <laughs> so the the missionaries here they rotate out the phone. Um, they're here okay. for roughly six months, and um, for a long while I would call them. Uh, and then I, they, you know, as one would leave, I'd call the next one. Say I wouldn't say I was a pastor or anything like that. I'd say, hey, I just want to talk about Joseph Smith. And then they would come, and I can't tell you how often. So you approach them. They don't. Yeah, it's, um, it's Jeremy's it's way more, way more uh, aggressive with this. Well, they, they have to. I mean, like their religion mandates they come see you. So it's it's the easiest evangelism you'll ever have. But I talk to. So a, like, if you haven't met your quota for the week, you just like I'm call up this guy and talk to him about Joseph. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, my quota. If they haven't met their quota, they have to come. Yeah, to I was gonna say they they're the ones that have quota. <laughs> but um, but I talked to a pastor this weekend in Charlottesville, Virginia, 
And he told me the Mormons have been calling him, and he just mm. met with Mormons too. And so what's happened is in the Mormon church, they, they send out missionaries for two years in different locations, and they have to evangelize. And what they're running into is they can't knock on doors during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, they Trying to reach out to people on Facebook, it just Not gets ignored. Yeah. And so the evangelistic meetings they can have, uh, like they know people like me and Jeremy will sit down with them and share yeah. the gospel with Poor them. People. So they get they check off their meetings. And so um, as a whole, Mormons are, are reaching out to more pastors. So they reached out to me on Facebook. And so I've had two meetings with four different Mormon missionaries. So if anybody reaches out to you on Facebook, tell them that they can call your pastors, Jeremy or Will, and give them their, their cell phone number. If you need those cell phone numbers, reach out to me, and I will gladly give them yeah. to you. Well, I was say, some, some, <laughs> something to pray about. But think think about how... You know, we, we've uh, coronavirus has been been horrible for people, right? Yeah. But think think it if, and Lord willing, that it has pushed Mormons to go talk to to pastors. What wouldn't wouldn't it be amazing to see that that there would be some sort of breakaway or revival yeah. um, within that? I I I, I, re, I think the reason why I have I love I love Mormons. I think that they are you can't out nice a Mormon. They're so sweet and they're so dedicated. But but to this to to a lie and to a um, and and they a lot of these a lot of them are kids. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. They're just they're, ch- they're kids. Yeah, I, I yeah the the guys I met with most recently were really young, and um, I think they were nineteen. One of them may have been twenty, but like nineteen and twenty. You're so good. And um, yeah, and I, like I, I they were they were super nice. I went to their church. They they were like showing me around and stuff, and I was flipping through their hymnal. They have a song that. They have a hymn that sings praise to Joseph Smith. That was gross. Mm. Uh, it's called praise, praise to the man, I think. Oh. So what it was, was it, really weird. So one but. thing they believe in is really interesting. They, they have – we should do a whole podcast on Mormonism. but No, we had we discussed this before when I was um, – remember when I was sick with <laughs> yes. COVID back in September? You yeah. all talked a little bit too much about it. And I actually brought yeah. this question up just being funny because yeah. you both mentioned talking to Mormons and rabbis in yeah. the last like, yeah. few weeks. Right. Um, and now you all took it to like this whole serious topic that I can't, you know, just – interrupt you because it's because it's interesting though yeah. it's like so finish your thought jeremy oh, what? we are not going to do a podcast then we should do a whole it. episode no, no what was i saying before let's do it without heather <laughs> don't show up i don't know there. something about me looking through their hymnal i'll pay oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. so what, what i find fascinating is they say that that it was silent from the early church silence until joseph smith yet they have a hymn from martin luther and i always thought that was i remember asking him like if they're silent how is this man so, like is yeah. he a lost guy that you have one of his songs in your book? Like that's weird. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've just, that's suspicious. Now that we've finished that conversation, it, um, it is a it is a prime example of legalism gone way too far, though. Um, and, well, like the, their list of rules is so is such a heavy burden. I mean, it's bizarre. You know what? Also, it's an example of, what? and I don't want to spoil this upcoming sermon, but that there shouldn't be anyone who's too far out or too far away that's too gross that yeah that, that we shouldn't be trying right. to bring to jesus yeah because in my in my flesh and this is this is the sinful side of me i look at i look at a mormon i'm like they're never going to get it like i like yeah. it feels like to me like going and sharing the gospel with a mormon in my flesh i'm like this is a waste of time like they 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 not, deny everything i say they're do not do you not feel like that when you talk to some people who have been like Raised in traditional church, I just, feel, yes, oh, I do. Yeah, um, and it's and it's e- I think it's easy for us to get jaded, but I think like Jeremy, I like what you're saying is like we have to we have to remember when we're doing evangelism, 
uh, we be faithful to what the true gospel is, and then the yeah. Holy Spirit can reach so much further than than we can. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. and and I, so I think I'm sure someone had said once upon a time, Jeremy is incredibly jaded. Like I say that every day. Right. Well, it, yeah, well, I it, still it, think that. <laughs> it's truer back then than it was, you know, obviously now. But it, it's a. It was. But I, I think yeah, it's, it's interesting how. And you know what's funny. Paul, ta- Paul talks about the same thing, about, about being planted, Apollos watered, but Jesus gives the growth. Like, it's a process, and mm-hmm. it's something that, um, yeah. Anyways, we can, we can move on. I'm sorry, Heather. I know. Very, very rarely does, does someone hear the gospel for the very first time. And they're like, yeah. yes, I want to dedicate my life to right, this. Yeah. And so if I can be a link in that chain that God is using to draw people, whether it be a Mormon, whether it be someone who's been hurt by the church, by hypocrisy or by legalism, um, every opportunity – needs to be taken advantage of because good, yeah. because God's given us that. Yeah, that's good. Um, Jeremy, um, I wanted to talk about, um, I mean, I felt like I was in counseling this morning on listening to your sermon on the way up here um, a few times because... <laughs> um, it was the Sherpa. <laughs> no, it wasn't the Sherpa at all. My account, my therapist would never wear something like that. She's too dignified. Um, <laughs> too classy for that. Trashy. Um I'm sorry, I got off topic. Um, you, this is something that I've done, and I'm sure a lot of people who don't have good relationships with their earthly father um, have done. Um, you know, I, we often joke and call it daddy issues. I mean, I'm sure you all have said that talking about somebody, or um, you know, like they have oh, daddy issues. I, I say I have daddy. Issues. I have daddy issues. So, um, you had said we we were talking about um, we. Here I go again. Um, we were talking. Shoot, you were talking about <laughs> legalism and hypocrisy, and how a lot of times we um, we project our baggage with our earthly fathers onto our heavenly fathers. Mm-hmm. And man, that was something I really needed to hear. Um, I don't know. I think it is. You know, we've joked about it. I really think that since you've started using sermon points at the very beginning, that I've enjoyed your messages <laughs> more. And I don't know if anybody else feels the same way, but I'm glad you're doing it, even if it's just for well, me when I hear it once or twice a month. It is, it is, um, it is only for you. Well, I appreciate it because I'm like, oh my gosh, Jeremy, we might be friends after all. I mean, <laughs> you, I might, get, you might get off the list. Just get finally. rid of that Sherpa vest, and you know, yeah. If you get rid of the Sherpa vest, she'd probably take you off that list. I've been trying has. to, I've been trying to hint to Julie on Facebook as they're cleaning out their basement. You know, if she worry. wants to get rid of the vest, I'll take care of them. She for hates her. them. Have but, you seen um, Have you seen the movie Billy Madison? Yeah. You remember the guy, the crazy guy, he's got the list of people to kill, and yeah. he's like, he puts on lipstick and like sits back and listens to music. I don't do I that. I imagine that's Heather. She's got the list. She's like cleaning a rifle or something. <laughs> Billy Madison's like, I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> but no, I, um, you know, Jeremy, I think what you said, man, there's so many of us who can relate to mm-hmm. just that statement. I wondered if you would talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, so... So I think so. I I know uh, for myself, I can. I mean, I'll, I'll just be transparent. There is a, um, you know, when when you think, okay, the Lord, like I, I need to I need to earn His favor and, and earn His love, right? That I think this becomes this, and I think we, we since we can't comprehend grace, this is kind of where that seed of legalism kind of springs from. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's where this, the seed of like legalism, uh, uh, grows from. So I think, I think that's reinforced when we have earthly fathers who, uh, who don't show grace and who, who aren't merciful and who are, um, they, they, you feel like you constantly have to earn their affection. You have to do better so they'll love you. And I think that, 
uh, I know that that's that was I would say that that's what I experienced growing up, and so largely uh, that's how I thought of God. Right? Okay, well I have to, I have to do these things to earn His affection, and when I sin, He loves me less, and when I do when I uh, do seemingly good, he loves me more. And there's this constant battle of, okay, is he going to love me more? Is he going to love me less? Today, where am I at with your favor? And uh, that's that's incredibly unhealthy, and it leads yeah. it leads to legalism. Yeah, no, um, you know, that's something that I definitely experienced the last 10 years. Um, you know, I have some daddy issues, too, um, that kind of go back to trust and abandonment issues and... Um, you know, for a long time, I tried to, like, work. I've told, uh, we've talked about this before, like, the ministry work that I did, like, it was more, um, I, w- I want to say that I was doing it to for the glory of God, but there was also a part of me that wanted to please people and please people who love me so that they wouldn't leave, so they wouldn't abandon me, um, so that they would trust me, um, and that, you know, um, thankfully, I, um, I had my eyes and my heart open to that and was able to, um, you know, change the way I look at ministry. And I really haven't, um, you know, I, I really haven't been the same since then, since I like was able to see that, which is a great thing. Yeah, I think what, I think what helped me, um, g- have a better understanding of grace and, and, and the love of the Lord and the gospel was children. Being yeah. able to look at my kids and thinking, yeah. okay, nothing they well, I got like, they can't do like I don't love my kid more when they clean their room or, yeah. or whatever or love them less when they <laughs> I do <laughs> you know so so I think I think that twofold one I think as 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 a as a human I looked at this and said man like you know you, there's a bit of anger that kind of starts rumbling because it's like you know if this is how a parent's supposed to feel what what happened growing up you know that that sort of thing yeah but yeah. but on the other side there is this oh this is this is what you mean by unconditional love. This is yeah. what it looks like. No, I, I agree a hundred percent. Um, like that when uh when I had Benjamin, like it totally um yeah. it wrecked me in the best way possible. Um and um, you know, it helped me to realize, um, you know, as he got a little bit older, like the discipleship begins in your own home. And I right. you know, I'd I had taught that a lot, but I didn't really know how to put that into action until mm-hmm. I had my own son. So it was um it's really cool how God um, allows that change to happen in oh, your yeah. heart um, to be able to see that. Um, something I'll always be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last thing I kind of wanted to talk to you all about, and I think we'll wrap it up. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, verse 9 where it says, And he said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. Your tradition, sorry. Um, so both of you all pointed this out, and I know that it was um, for you know for a purpose, just to kind of show um, how Jesus was frustrated and how he was um, angry with the Pharisees. Um, so let's talk about that for a second. Um, you know, legalism, Gnosticism, uh, hypocrisy. Um, I think it's fair to say that the Pharisees were guilty of all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have one, if it's not taken care of, it it leads into the right. other one and feeds into the other one. It's kind of like a vicious circle that just repeats itself over and over. Um, so let's talk about that and how um, how we as Christians, you know, you all talked about in verse 21 through 23, um, which I loved, um, was, you know, how all of these things, like they're in every man's heart, not just... Right not just people who don't know Jesus. It's even in a believer's heart, um, which is why, you know, we, it's, we have to be, you know, 
wow, we have to work hard every day to, Mm -hmm. you know, once you become a Christian, um, accept Jesus into your life and heart and as your savior, like, you know, the bad stuff doesn't just go away. You have to fight it every day. So, um, let's talk about, um, let's talk about, um, how Jesus got angry about this and, um, the effect that, um, like the comparison between like how um, he would treat his disciples whenever um, they did something to screw up, mm-hmm. as opposed to the Pharisees. Yeah, I think I think what Jesus is, I, I love the sarcastic first of all because <laughs> I think it's funny, um, but but it's also beautiful because he's angry in a righteous way. He's yeah. angry at a at a at a thing that's worth being angry at. But I think it teaches us that <clears throat> it's okay to be angry at preachers. Um, Christians who may or may not actually be Christians, when they when they add to the gospel, yeah. um, that is a that is a damaging thing to the message that we have based our entire lives on. And I think Jeremy and I have talked about this. Like we, you talked to me one time about how, and I kind of resonated with this because I, I think I was in the same boat. We used to look at like really super fundamental fundamentalist type churches that are super legalistic and be like, yeah, they're they're brothers. Like. Like they're they're a little more strict, and we don't like their ministry style and whatever. But like they're brothers. But like, I think the longer we've gone in ministry, we've started to see the danger in in that when it's when it's okay, grace, but plus all of these things, and you have to look like us, and you have to read our translation, and it, and if you don't fall into this category, then you're not really saved. Yeah. Like that's that's. Um, that, that makes me angry now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, I, I've had more people say are Presbyterians Christians than are fundamentals Christians. Mm-hmm. And when I ask, well, why don't, why are not, they'll go about, because baptism, because they do right. baptism different. Right. I'm like, well, the, yeah, but this side over here changes the gospel. Right. You know, that, that, that's, that should be the more troubling thing, not, not the disagreement on, on the, the mode of baptism. Right. But yeah, it, you know, I, I um, yeah, I, I've I've wondered, like, you know, that have I in the past was I too kind? Um, I think I was. Yeah, because there there comes a point when you have to you have to call out that is an addition to the gospel. Yeah, and an addition to the gospel is is another gospel. So you know, with that, is that something that I mean? Um, I just want your opinions on it. Like, is that something that we should definitely be engaging in? Like conversations with people like you know social media has become a i can't say it because y'all don't want me to cuss on the yeah please don't cuss um (laughs) it's become it's become like a very we're not legalists so listen to us cuss yeah Yeah. yeah. sorry it's become like a circus it's chaotic and out of control um social media is i won't say what kind of show it is right yeah Um, i know the show you speak of clown show yeah a clown show (laughs) A dog and pony show is what I was there's actually. A lot thinking. of different shows. Again. Yeah, there's a lot of show. that there. Um, but um, I, draw I think so. Everywhere. So we also want to be mindful of the witness of the church as a whole. Like we we want to be mindful of our our building is making some That's noises scary. today. It's because it's so cold in here that it's yeah, like <laughs> it's like things are pipes are freezing and stuff. Yeah. Um, but we want to be mindful of the witness of of the church as a whole and people who are unchurched completely would view us in a, in a really legalistic fundamentalist church as being on the same team. Yeah. And they might not understand the nuance there. And so that's why I say, like, I don't, I don't think it's wise to just, like, 
hey, denounce this church and and like we go picket their yeah. their parking lot or whatever. You know, yeah. like I, I don't Slash think that's help, helpful um, to the church as a whole. But I do think if if you know people who are in those circles, I, I think that it is is good to grab some coffee with them and have some oh, conversations yeah, with like, uh, so hey, I, how do you view traditions and and rules and, and legalism in terms of the gospel? I mean, in in my experience, you know, um, when you reach out to somebody private, not you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily privately. You know, you could even post on something and say, hey, I'd love to talk to you more about this. But when you reach out to somebody um, and and just try to talk through something with them, um, that is so much more meaningful than yeah. just, you know, blasting them. And, um, and what the, what I've found with <clears throat> and this, we don't have to get too into this, but the um, when it comes the difficulty of fundamentalists and um, they are very similar to Catholics, which is funny because they hate Catholics. They, they, now, how is it any different when I name drop than when y'all are dropping different well, religions and well, denominations? I didn't say, oh, you're not calling people out there within yeah, those like religions. Mary Ely, who's who's uh, that? Uh, I'm just someone I just made No, no. But the, now, my, what I'm saying is the reason why it's difficult. So, when you talk about tradition, you know, Catholics have it. They tradition is authoritative. <clears throat> But like when you think about fundamentalists, it's the old. There's a, there's a term they use. The old. The good old days. The good old days. Yeah. Old old time religion. Yeah, but not that old. Oh, like, look at that. Like what's that? So oh, look at that. Yeah. So like there, there is this there, there's this tradition they they connect with, and also oftentimes I've had these conversations with some of these people, and they'll say, well, let me go talk to my pastor. He he is their like little pope, right? And he's <laughs> yeah. authority. He's that authoritative. If he says it, I had someone say to me, well, this was well, it wasn't directly to me. It was at Calvary. They said, um, you all believe in the P word. Um, oh, this was the school. And, and Milton Thompson, who, who's a wonderful man. Listen, the there you there. go. Drop hey, but he, I'm giving him a compliment. He's a wonderful man. He stood up for, for scripture. Um, he goes, you believe in the P word. And he goes, the what? He goes, the P word. He goes, what's the P word? He goes, I don't know, but my pastor said it. Now, like this was a grown adult with children, <laughs> like who can't think for themselves, and that's the danger. Is my yeah. my pastor so, has so much authority um, that I can't like I can't question him, and if I do, I'm out. What was the p word? Predestination. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, but you know what's Pleasure. funny? I don't know that. So, but, but, but 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 no, I, I, I'm gonna have to look that one up later. But, but what's funny is Milton said, "Look, whatever you think about it." Like the word, like it's even in the King James. Predestinate, right. it's right. in there. You right. know, the people you can't get away from it. Yeah. But uh, the the fact of the matter is, the uh, it, it is a it is a deep challenge. You know that when you should step into that that arena, but when you do, you you will end up battling all their tradition, and and their pastor probably will get involved at some point because he is so he is they are they are tyrants in these people's lives. Yeah, it's a good word. You know what? I'm gonna have to go get another coat. Because it's so cold in here. That's why I started wearing thermal underwear. I'm going to have to yeah, fact, I'm gonna have to wear thermal long underwear. underwear. From thermies.com. That's thermies.com. Keeps your body temperature nice, warm, and cozy. Doesn't leave a rash. It's great. Thermies.com. <laughs> God, doesn't leave a rash. I'll order now, Jeremy. Thanks. <laughs> if you order two pairs, you can get them for $19.99. Oh, my. All right. Well, that well, thermies. was. Thermies.com um, is not like an inappropriate website. Like, that's something that. <laughs> Has some sort of other distorted meaning. <laughs> Sorry for that. Just don't go there. Yeah, yeah, don't go there. Don't do that it. That could mean something. All like right, guys. I think uh, I think we covered a lot today. It was good. Um, I think I think it was good. I don't know. We'll see. Um, all these people you name dropped. We'll see if we get any complaints from them. Um, 
Thanks for listening to us today, and hopefully we'll be able to catch you next week. Can, can somebody else just do an ending so that I can just stop and just be done? You could just be like, catch you next week. <laughs> you yeah, you, you, I feel like every week you're trying to make up a tag. I know I time. am. And I just, like, <laughs> will somebody write something and put it on the wall so I won't <clears throat> screw it up every week? <laughs>